Hello and welcome to the Evolving Hockey Podcast with your favorite Evolving Wild Twins, Josh and Luke Youngren. My name is Sean, and uh, tonight's a, a great night because Austin Matthews won the heart, which is phenomenal. So <laughs> I saw McDavid didn't even fly out, which is good. <laughs> Wait, he wasn't even there? Nope. Isn't that... I guess I didn't even see... He's I mean, dealing I didn't with his want... other issues right yeah, now. Yeah, he's got know? some yeah. other off-ice yeah. potential issues that... Mick, Mick dumped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got a heated driveway, though. That's good. Yeah, I do love the heated driveway meme. Uh He's he's a ten, but he's got a heated driveway. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, got to be a good thing, right? I I don't know. I don't. I think I saw someone tweet that. Well, I, I think know. isn't it a lot of like I feel like it's a lot of like energy consumption for just to have right like you have to to heat a whole driveway. I honestly have no. I I know that well, like, like you would only turn it on like when there's like the threat of. Oh. What do they have? Like a switch? You have a switch in the garage that yeah. turn the turn the driveway. I on? have. Yeah, right? it's not well, like you're actually, gonna heat it during the summer. Like right, we live know. in Minnesota. Like we, it gets very cold here. Right, we're like almost on zone three. If anybody, know. anyway, and uh, like I've never heard of a heated driveway here. Like I mean, it'll get routinely down to negative twenty Fahrenheit in the winter. Like that'll happen a couple times here. No one has a you know, a uh, heated driveway. So it must, I mean, I know Calgary and Edmonton get colder than, than here. So maybe that's the thing. I don't know. Never yeah, heard it of it. It makes like $12 million dollars a year. Is the it, difference. It, it is funny. I was just, I looked at this a while ago and I just double checked this. Cause it's like I, the heated driveway, it's not like it costs that much. I think it's like, I was reading it somewhere between like 12 to 25 bucks per square feet, uh, square foot, which ends up being about like, I don't know, somewhere between three and $7,000 for a heated driveway. So it's like, it's not like that much to have a heated driveway, Con- considering other Cons- how yeah. much things considering cost for his houses. house. Is mad, <laughs> well, yeah, right? but like <laughs> the value, like what value do you truly get? Like, how are you utilizing that? You, don't you know have what I'm shovel. saying? It's like you know, like like I, but I also think it doesn't quite work that way. Like I think in in heavy snow, you still have to probably shovel, right? Well, yeah, you won't just. But he melt probably has some of that takes care of his driveway, though. No, yeah, I, mean, I don't probably did, did he install it himself? Like that was that is something anti labor. Is that the is that the thing? <laughs> Did Connor McDavid say I want a heated driveway and then had it put Did in? Did they build or... that house, the meme house? Like, did they build that themselves? Is it like a new construction? Do you know, or is that like already like that? I don't know. That's what I'm. It reminds me. Did you see there was a a thing going around about like the um there was a house for sale that was like clearly um someone was super into the occult. And it was just like completely black and white everywhere. There's like, isn't there like an account of something with like about houses on Zillow, like a yeah. Twitter account? It was like, something like that. My favorite one is like the toilet in the dining room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. No, there was there was another one that was Raiders. It was like completely decked out in in like the the Raiders. Like the NFL team. Please tell me Oakland Raiders instead of Las Vegas. Yeah, it was yeah. before uh, they moved. I mean, at least it was like older Raiders gear. Anyway, but yes, that's that's kind of funny that McDavid didn't go. He's like, I'm over it. I'm done with this. I don't, you know. I, I didn't see Matthews was there. He got to accept it. It was funny. So, yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, Sean already, already mentioned this. We The, the final uh, awards were announced, which was uh, Hart, Norris, Calder, um, Vesna, and I think that was it. Was there another one? I think it was the big four, basically, is the ones that they announced. And yeah, they already did Selkie. We had, uh, I just the kind of did. Oh, was that announced today? Yeah. Oh, which one's that again? That's the most valuable by the players. Okay. Austin won that as well. 
So we'll just do a quick rundown in case you missed it. This these literally just came out like half an hour ago or like within the last hour or two. Um, we are end of year. It was kind of funny. I was laughing because like this is the first year. I think the we are end of year thread. So we don't have a vote. We're not part of the. Um, we should have a vote. Uh, what is it? And uh, PHWA. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Um, we don't get a vote. We're not writers, so we don't have it. So, but we always have. Uh, which some people do, I think, think that we do or whatever. Like we put out threads throughout the year that it's like you know, and then like we have a ballot. We don't have a ballot. We just like to put out our, who we would uh, pick for awards. Which anyone who's been listening to the podcast knows Luke and I love talking about player uh, about awards, NHL awards. Sean anyway, hates it. Uh, Sean, yeah, Sean always feels like uh, he, he's kind of like he's doing right now, rolling his eyes at I'm us, looking at his phone or something. Um, yeah, I'm trying to like look. Whatever. I'm looking for <laughs> You're looking for the ballots. So our, I just thought we'd do a quick, um, like, kind of run through. So our end of season awards that we put out a tweet May first was at the uh, right after the regular season. So ended. let's do Calder first. Do Calder okay. first, Cal- and then we'll Calder talk first. about all ca- our Calder ballot, quote unquote. Our base, and this is all based on. Um, we do kind of a combination of Gar and Xgar uh, to essentially arrive at most of these awards, and I find awards interesting, very interesting to begin with because they're a kind of a, uh, I think they're a very important aspect of like they were in baseball of the or in sabermetrics of um, kind of uh, a lot of the evaluation tools and models were developed in as a way to evaluate awards more or less but anyway call well, i mean in the ultimate in the end you're really a, trying yeah. to determine who is the best player in each category yeah and, and that and that's what like yeah. statistics like these you know the stuff we kind of provide yeah helps to do because that's the whole goal is to figure yeah. out who the best and yeah. worst players are on the other side ba- say the sabermetrics community also had the hall of fame has hall of fame as a much bigger um i wouldn't know I, well yeah i think it's probably a bigger deal there's a lot more it seems like there's a lot more debate around um hall of fame candidates but that was one of the things as well but anyway we're starting with calder for may 1st our ballot was and we did tiers we had three tiers number one was bunting um second tier was boldy and lilligren and then the third tier was cider jarvis and lundell um and drum roll please who won luke um cider won. cider won. so he was fifth i think if you rank him or who, uh, who was cider on our uh no he was fourth 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 on our kind of our our ballot and he ended up but the thing I thought was crazy is he got yeah we were just saying like before the podcast started he got like 170 first place votes cider did yeah no that's yeah it was that's what I tweeted that out was that there was like I I don't know if another if another um rookie got more than like more than single digits uh first place votes first place votes which is what I was yeah, yeah. so if I go the votes the order was um Mort Sider for Detroit uh Zegers for Anaheim Bunting for Toronto Raymond for Detroit Swayman for Boston um, and then Lindell was six from Florida. And, yeah, uh, I guess Z- Zegers got 15 first-place votes. And Sider got 170 first-place votes. And I thought the Calder this year was, like, maybe one of the closer of the awards, at least from our stuff, is that, well, you know. The funny thing, our stuff, is that Bunting was, like, far and away over the other players. And I know, you know, a lot of people, we've, like, talked about this with the Calder, but it's kind of funny because... Like, you know, Bunting played a lot of his time with, with Matthews and uh, that, you know, and then everyone says, oh, well, Sider had to play on the Red Wings and who else did he have? And he's playing top, you know, pairing minutes, playing all these minutes with, uh, you know, on the Red Wings with no defensive partner. That's which, like, which you know, granted it's is, like, I mean, you got to give him credit for it, right? And our models oh, yeah. do account for that. I mean, like he was, you know, by our stuff. But or, we had Lilligren over. I mean, that's just like <laughs> the model, our models and stuff had Lilligren over Sider. And that's just how it was, and it was really close. 
the, after bunting, they were all really close yeah. in our, by our stuff. Um, and I, I thought, actually, like, I honestly think if Boldy had played a full season, he may have been. Yeah, I, I mean, think so. Boldy but, was on pace to have, like, an incredible rookie year. Like, probably on par. I wonder what well, his And honestly, yeah, like, on a uh, per, like, rate basis. Like, he had, an, I think, one of the best rookie seasons, like, maybe since we've been tracking stuff. I, it's hard to kind of go back and Who, look bunting? at bunting. Yeah, no, Boldy. Boldy. Oh, you mean like rate? Just standpoint. rate, like because yeah. he ended up playing. I think was. It, I mean, Kaprizov and Robertson's seasons last year were yeah. both really, really good. Yeah. Um, well, I what Sean, it'd be we interesting were, to look. Um, who we, the we were yelling. Sean was accusing us of not being bu- uh, bunting fans before we started no, the that's podcast. Not at all what I was saying. <laughs> I was saying if you are not Gen Z, you can't like have the whole age issue with I, Calder. Like, you can't be, like, making fun of of his look, age. I, I see people so, that are older than him trying to make fun of his age. And that, like, he was, like, you know, pre-World War II. <laughs> like, Brunt, Bunting's age? You can't. Yeah. You gotta admit, though, it's pretty, they're pretty funny jokes. Like, I think, the you know. It right? is, but, like, if you're a millennial, like, you're old. If you're a millennial, I'm sorry, you're like you, so for, you for can't just like here. make fun of other old people if you are old too. <laughs> Further, like, oh, for the record it. here, we have not ever made that joke. And Sean was thinking, I tweeted something. You said about, that he could do it, that he would yeah, have another chance I, next year. I, I was saying it was a joke because now he's too old to be eligible, uh, which is the joke that everyone's been making. So obviously he cannot be eligible and well, he can't he try again. He's played too year. many games too. Yeah, I know. Obviously, so it, it had nothing to do with the age. He was 10th in even strength points per 60 more than mcdavid why are we talking more than kaprizov why do you keep talking about point totals i don't want to talk because that's what like these like old people that vote on this (laughs) they're being very ageist what kind of yeah i I am yeah you're lumping everyone i'll be ageism in response to ageism (laughs) yeah i'll be ageist in response to ageism (laughs) oh my god anyway uh so so we had luke Luke tweeted out i called sean terse the other day and i thought (laughs) that was what terse t-e-r-s-e did you and I was very oh, proud of my word not. usage because that's exactly what Sean is in our <laughs> when we talk with him, not on in person. What's the definition of terse? Here, I'll look it up for you. Terse, sparing in the use of words, abrupt. <laughs> yeah, I, I still can't find true. the Norris. Like, was the Norris like super undercovered? Yeah, I don't um, know where the Norris went. No, I just go to Lazarus. He had a he had a thread about it. Um, okay, anyway, so that's Calder. We're taking way too long in this. Uh, we had Bunting. Um, I understand you even, why. You didn't even ask for my comments on it. You were just like, screw we, that. Eh? You had the whole time here. <laughs> you were looking down at your phone. I'm just the whole really, time. yeah, because I'm trying to like look for the Norris. <laughs> I was really upset. You know, tell us why. why I think the standards are, are in the floor. Like, I think my, like, but I think it got lower. For what? The Calder? Yeah, what are you talking about right now? Yeah, like the. Absolute lack of love for Seth Jarvis was just obscene. That, yeah, like Boldy as well, but like Seth Jarvis, like legitimately was terrific. And then you know he played terrific in the playoffs. Obviously, it's a regular season award. Like if you just watch the Carolina Hurricanes, like you should have seen Seth Jarvis and been like, hmm, you know he's not going to be necessarily competing with like cider. I also went to a cidery the other night. As a side note, you know, and like Bunting and and Raymond, but like. He should have gotten significantly more fourth and fifth yeah, place I thought votes. That was surprising to me. Yeah, too. He, he finished for anyone who isn't looking at the ballot. He finished like thirteenth. He, yeah, he got three votes. He got three votes. One yeah. fourth, two fifth place. Or I didn't look at Dom's ballot yet. But where did uh, we have? Did we have him on our list? previous uh, guest? Charlie O'Connor had him as fifth. Um, we had yeah, we had uh, uh, Jarvis fifth um, yeah. on our list. I think that the, I thought that he should have gotten more. 
And also, I think Lundell was a little was very undercovered. Um, I think this is this kind of same thing that like happened with Bunting, though. Is a lot of people just assume that he wasn't doing anything because he played with good players, which is you know I don't know. Anyway, because uh, it's like if you look at skater point totals, right? It's the same thing. I mean, we I keep referencing this, but it's the what the Jonathan Chichu with Joe Thornton when Chichu scored like sixty goals. I think it was two thousand five with the Sharks. And it's like people then say they they overreact because they say okay Bunting has X point totals, but oh but he plays with Matthews, so that doesn't count. And then it's like the models that we're making are doing our best to isolate and or to separate out individual player talent and skill or value added, whatever you want to call it. And so like even after you account for Bunting's teammates, he's still you know by our models generating you know a decent amount of offense, and now. I could see, you know, maybe there's some because how much time did they play together? Because like I think it was it wasn't like the Goudreau line, ish like amount, right? No, and then Austin and Mitch missed some games, so you actually got a nice rotation, yeah, of different teammates. But whatever, we we can move on from that one. Michael Bunting's good. Um, he's eventually gonna get paid he got next third. Year, he got the, he got third. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let it was see. funny though because Lundell led all rookies in plus minus, so you'd think there'd be some. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was a plus thirty three player in plus minus. Well, he minus. gets punished because he played for a good team. Yeah, but, I know, but it was like yeah. that was that's the reason why. Uh, um, yeah, but Lindholm was, uh, you know, uh, he was a finalist for the Selkie was because he was like the league leader in plus minus, but yet it doesn't apply to Calder, I guess, when because yeah, like Cider was he finished. I don't know where he was well, yeah, even so, on this list. I don't was he even a plus who? player Cider. Well, I'm no, assuming I'm sure he that played he, for I'm the sure, Red Wings. He bro. played for the Red Wings. It's you just see funny how it's just funny how I'm just saying plus minus and points get used specifically for each in whatever case. It it, it's whenever the narrative fits. Yeah. I know and we so, can move on to yeah. ranting about a different award okay. now. But the just to, just to follow, I just wanted that, to get in my set jar. That, <laughs> at five at five on five, Bunting played seventy seven percent, seventy seven point seven percent of his time with Matthews and fifty six point two percent of his time with Marner. So it's like. You know, we're not talking like 85 to 90 percent of his time, which is where we would be seeing some multicollinearity issues there. It's like it wasn't a super crazy like, I mean, yeah, they played a lot of time together, but that's still like almost 25 percent of his time. He wasn't playing with Matthews. And then that's only one player. You know, I mean, yeah. that's how it always we, works. We could things. rant about this yeah. whole thing for a long time. Let's move on to should we do Norris Norris? No. What was the Sean was Norris. looking at Norris. Vesna. Vesna, we're not going to cover Norris. that. I literally no, don't I, know who won Norris. Shesterkin won the Vesna, and I think Anderson was second. <laughs> That's all you really need. Was Anderson second? Uh, no. I, no. No. Anderson was fourth. Vasilevsky was fifth. Sorokin okay. was sixth. But they got first place vote somehow. And uh, second was... I don't know how anybody... Was second Saros and then Markstrom? Or was it the other way around? What uh, Markstrom was second. I think Markstrom was second, yeah. And yeah. Saros was third. Uh yeah right yes it was it the was, fact no, that the fact that Shesterkin yes. didn't get the like you know, <laughs> well it's when it was, when he's also let's not mistaken like one of the first like uh, finalists for Hart as a goalie in like quite a while yeah it was, it, well, it so was inarguably a, one of the best goalie seasons it says it we, says a lot about the there's like three or four GMs that didn't well no here's what it was. it was it was it was it was what Al Trey Living and and. Uh, uh, Lamorello. Those are the ones who didn't vote because they voted for their goalie, right? Isn't it the GMs who vote? It is the GMs. That's Hold on, my... is that actual? No. Oh, uh, this okay. is my conspiracy theory is that the GMs, the the the, the three goalies who got first place votes who weren't just and just got it from their own GM. Um, <laughs> no. 
Yeah. So you know what I think it was? <laughs> what it was, was it? Um, oh, who's the GM for Washington? Like I'm blanking on the name. Oh, I'm bad with GMs. Um, I don't know. I should. There's only thirty, however many there are. <laughs> I don't know, but after after the Tom Wilson incident last McClellan. year, it's definitely McClellan. not going to. No, he's yeah, there, Brian McClellan. Sorry, Brian okay. McClellan. Yeah, I've not heard that name. But then I was like, is that a coach time. or something? Todd <laughs> I was McClellan. thinking to myself. So Ian after McCallan. after the Wilson incident, <laughs> and then like calling out the league and all that jazz. Absolutely, they were not going to vote for Shesterkin. That was a revenge vote. And I was saying that he voted for Vasilevsky. Okay. Then I'm thinking... Benning? Is Brian Burks the G, is the GM, right, with Hextall as, like, a assistant or whatever in, in Pittsburgh. I, I don't think they voted for Shesterkin. Okay? And I'm saying that one voted for, for Anderson. And then I am saying, oh, it's Lamorello. It's I'm calling Lamarello. out names. No, I'm th- I'm saying it's Chuck Fletcher. You Chuck Fletcher? Chuck Fletcher, who voted for Sorokin. I was a little off earlier. I thought uh, for some reason I I got mixed up with the Lightning. Uh, I forgot that Vasilevsky got a first place vote. Anyway, I think it's yeah, it's the it doesn't make a lot of sense that GMs are the ones who vote on. Yeah, it's kind Vesco. of a random one. Then all the other ones are. Not our journalist, and then the Besna is just GMs. But anyway, let's move on from that because yeah. the Norris. So Josh, get, give us the Norris. What was our ballot? Oh, we didn't even do. We didn't even cover our Besna ballot. It was Shesterkin. It was basically those players. That was it. Yeah, I mean okay. Shesterkin was the clear winner. Like I don't know. Yeah. Who, all right, Norris. Our ballot was number one. Uh, these were also so they're all in tiers. The first tier was McCarr. Second tier Headman and uh, Taves. Third tier McAvoy, Ekblad, Yossi, and Fox. Um. And those are all pretty good defensemen. Drum roll, same. please. McCarr won. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't paid attention, which, was that one closer? Um, let me go find it. Did Sean, just... Sean didn't. I guess couldn't find the Norris, even though it's like right here. I don't know. <laughs> it's not that hard, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so McCarr, um, McCarr was first. He had. It was actually really close. Uh, Sixteen hundred thirty-one total. Was it points? Is that what they call it? Um, second was Yossi with six hundred six. Uh, 1,606. We didn't so, have Yossi on ours, did we? No, we did. He was like 6th oh, okay. or 7th or something. He was like 3rd tier. Um, Yossi actually had more first place votes than McCarr did, though. He had 98 versus McCarr's really? 92. Yeah, and uh, McCarr, got, McCarr had more 2nd. Um, uh, actually, yeah, just 2nd. He had, McCarr had 92 first place, 98 second place. Yossi had 98 first place, 76 second. Um, and then after that was uh, Hedman was third, McAvoy was fourth, and Fox was fifth. Um, and those were those five only were only really the ones who got any kind of votes, really. Uh, you know, I think Devon Taves is going to be McAvoy got one first place vote. <laughs> um, so uh, that's is, a good one. Which I like really that. Good. I really like the McAvoy uh, first place vote. Sean's favorite player in the league, Chuck. Sean, Sean, did you all of a sudden get a uh, uh, a ballot? <laughs> was that your vote? No, it was not. I would have <laughs> voted for Kale. Yeah, I think, I, but it, the fact that USC got more first place—that's cringe. But whatever. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then uh, there were a whole bunch of, of uh, defensemen who got like one vote. But the thing is, I think like Justin Falk got a fifth place vote. No, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look no. at this earlier. Yeah, I mean he's been a little better than he really fell off. But like a fifth place. Oh, Spurgeon got one fifth place vote. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Spurgeon had a really good season. He was really good this year. He was I mean, maybe close to top ten defenseman, I think. Yeah, and then um. um I don't know. Yeah, everything else here is pretty is pretty good. Um, I thought any other fun any other fun Norris. 
No, I thought Latang seventh was kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's been of... good. It's just that he's, you know, I, I, you know, that's that East Coast bias, you know, with Latang. Um, yeah. So that that's it. Uh, so what's the last one? Oh, Hart. Are we already did Hart? We didn't no. do Hart yet. We didn't do Hart. All right, Hart. Uh, our ballot was number one, Matthews. Two, Shesterkin, McDavid. Three, McCarr, Goudreau, Robertson. Um, and Drum roll, please. <laughs> Where did it keep uh, Matthews? Austin Matthews won. Yeah. Um, and was Connor, that was McDavid close? Yeah. So Austin Matthews was first with sixteen hundred thirty points. Second was McDavid with eleven hundred eleven. Uh, third was Shesterkin with seven hundred thirty eight. Then it was Goudreau, Huberto. Oh, Huberto! I forgot about the whole Huberto hit discourse. I thought he may have actually gotten a little higher. Um, and then Yossi Kaprizov was seventh. McCarr, Yossi was next. Yossi was sixth in heart. Um, what? Seventh was Kaprizov. Eighth was Makar. Ninth was Drysaddle. Tenth was Ovechkin. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then JT Miller got one. No. One fifth place vote. Don't tell me <laughs> JT Miller got a fifth place vote. Oh, that's so funny. Because didn't he? He got a Selkie vote too. Uh, no, no, no. That was or, Bo, Bo Horvat. Oh, Horvat. That was. Horvath. Oh, it's got to be the same same yeah. writer did both of those, right? Right. I don't was know. there? Who was the? Oh no. Okay. Anyway. Matthews had 119 first place votes, and McDavid only had 29, which I thought was really interesting. And, and yeah, Sturkin only be... had 24. I saw, uh, is it Tom Ertz, I think? Um, right on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Tom. He's a gr- great dude on Twitter. He he said that he he looked at the total votes, and I think it was something like 10, maybe 10 or 20% of ballots didn't have a single vote for Shesterkin. Um, which I thought was kind of interesting. For like, Hart? Yeah, for Hart, uh, that, which is an interesting debate, I think, which still is going on, and we have talked about this kind of at length, but I don't think there's really a good question about how to... Um, or a good answer. Or a good answer about... Because I saw Dom's ballot. He had Shesterkin fourth, I think. Um, and I think it was Matthews McDavid. What did we have? Shesterkin third? Third. Or second. Third. We had Matthews McDavid. Shister- Actually, Shesterkin may have been second. What was our heart ballot? I just read it, Luke. Were you not listening to me? No. Oh, I guess not. <laughs> It was Matthew Shisterk and McDavid, and then McCarr, Goudreau, Robertson. Um, Robertson, yeah. I thought, should have maybe gotten I, a little bit more I think Robertson should have definitely gotten more votes. Um, he, I, I mean, but the thing that's kind of weird about the who, heart is that technically the definition is the player most valuable to their team. Yeah. So it's like, I don't really read it that way. I read it as the best the the best player in the league well, that this season. Is, we've had a lot of people. different. And we've had to explain. We've talked about this a lot. And I don't know, Sean, maybe. I don't remember how you feel about this. But, like, if you have multiple players on the same team that are heartworthy, is that is that a, you think that's a possibility? Or can there only be one from any given team? What do you think, Sean? Uh, Sean Sean's does so not over, care. He's people so are just trying to do mental gymnastics. And he it's just could, like. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I couldn't it, care. It, I need like a Budweiser in my hand for this conversation. <laughs> it's like, no, it's the same thing that I was going to say with Devon Taves is like he's kind of in the shadow of Makar now. I think people don't quite realize that Devon Taves is like also one of the best defensemen in the league. And I think he definitely was worthy of a Norris, you know, Norris yeah. votes. Did he make it onto the. I don't think anybody finals? would vote for him in general, though. Yeah. Whether well, he's he was like, in Colorado playing with Makar or not. Uh, no, Taves did not get a single vote. Um, oh, really? You need like a campaign for this stuff. It's li- it's it's all a campaign. Yeah, and and like I kind of get it too. Like, if you were if you were a beat writer, as an example, and they try their best, but like let's say as a friendly face, like Charlie O'Connor, who I think does a great job 
as a whole and usually has really good balance for this. So like I respect Charlie, so it's easy to use him as like a dummy. Charlie works really hard covering the Philadelphia Flyers, right? It's oh, yeah. a day in day out thing. He's spending a significant amount of his energy to do a good job covering the Philadelphia Flyers. He doesn't really have the time to you know invest the energy to like really I guess kind of be caught up around the league, if 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 you will, like no, yeah. especially once you're done with the work. Because for a journalist, it is work. When you're done with your hockey work and you've worked eight hours on something today, like the last thing you really want to do is watch some like I don't know the random Flames West play yeah. the Kings at ten o'clock <laughs> at night. You know, like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. It's just like a difficult task to like truly like follow it well, and so you no, just I kind agree. of get like these campaigns and people like herd up, and I think that's the only reason like Huberto ended up like top five. Like I do yeah. think like there's a bit of a campaign for Huberto. Well, also yeah. that, point but goals. I w- hold on, but I will say that I like Charlie's ballot. He had Taves fifth, so oh! <laughs> which is the whole point of this is that Charlie is one of the you know he 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 you is said painted. there wasn't a single Norris vote for Taves. Uh, wait. Did I? I I thought I was on Chris Johnson's uh, Twitter or whatever. Where is he? Regardless, that's what Charlie. Uh, Charlie said, "Shout out to Charlie." Where he he voted. He gave a fifth place vote to Seth Jarvis. So shout out to him. But you know what I'm saying? Oh no, like, I I sorry, I missed. Taves was eighth. I'm sorry. Oh okay. Was okay. I just overlooked it. Um. <laughs> well then, what are we even talking about here? Well, we're just talking about how Taves should probably be higher. He should be No, higher, I'm talking probably. about how this is an entire campaign. Oh, yeah, okay. well, that's I mean, it's the same thing and with that, Cider. That's the problem it's, yeah. with the entire awards. But also, specifically, I think the Calder is one that's kind of hard because a lot of these players are either, I mean, they're like, they're most of them are usually like, you know, at least higher-end higher, higher end prospects, right? So you're aware of them, but they're new in the league. You know, you might not have seen them before. Um, I think that makes a lot of sense with, like, kind of the narratives around Cider is the reason why he would get so many first-place votes is just that, that's what uh you know like that's the kind of the i don't know it's not herd mentality but like that's the that was it is the, a herd mentality yeah that's who the calder was ended up being like the narrative pick this year and i i understand the the reasons why the other players didn't win um it's just a little bit funny to me that i mean i, I think cider was like worthy at least of yeah the calder. No, like i don't absolutely. think it was that bad but like i do think at the beginning of the year it was sort of said here are the five players that will be in it at the end of the year yeah and then cole caulfield ended up in like laval so shout out to him, <laughs> and you know, but like Zegris, correct me if I'm wrong, was like a favorite at the beginning of the year. Oh I yeah, think Cole Caulfield was the betting favorite at the beginning of the year. Was he really? Cider and Raymond were there, and then yeah. I forget who was sort of fifth, like maybe like Spencer Knight. But like, yeah, you know, those guys ended up there at the end of the year because they did a good job, and they were favorites at the beginning of the year. But then you have like these players that kind of go undercover like a seth jarvis or i guess you could say like a matt boldy who probably didn't really play enough games yeah. that like or lundell get... you know a player like that or Lilligren right. even yeah. i mean i think that people kind of just like forget about it's also funny trying to balance the you know there's constantly these arguments about like is toronto media like do is there an anti-leafs bias because the people anti-anti-leafs oh, anti, to over to correct for leafs bias they they go too far and then they don't want to like, which I was kind of surprised Matthews but, got so many first place yeah. votes because I thought it might be like, I thought Matthews was clearly deserving of the heart. Like that was our opinion on it. His he had an insane season. Like he, I mean, Chesterkin did too. 
Like they both had incredible regular seasons. Um, but I thought that it might be like people would be like, "Well, is that my bias because I'm I'm in I'm in Toronto kind of area? Like, do I want to be seen as voting for Matthews over McDavid or Shesterkin?" But blah, I don't think that happened at all. So, uh, but you know, I think that um, you kind of see that also with like players, you know, like Jarvis. Um, where, I mean, nobody really knows anything about them. And I think that's kind of one of the things, you know, I kind of like, at least I would like to think that maybe some of our stats kind of illuminate players that might not get covered otherwise, you know, because like they're playing in smaller markets and they're not getting tons of minutes or maybe they're playing a lower role, but they're performing really well in the role that they've been, you know, given. And I think that that's kind of maybe something that I kind of like to see is that sometimes it helps to find some kind of players who, maybe wouldn't have been noticed in the like with prior box score stats yeah i mean i think that's like the thing for me is like um earlier in the year like jarvis is sort of popping off um Mm -hmm. in terms of like the evolving hockey database if you will and i don't watch the hurricanes too too much i probably should just watch them more like i did you know they're a decent team to watch but regardless you know so like i paid attention to them and then i realized like well, no, he seems to be, like, really quite good. Unlike uh, somebody calling for, like, Rem Pitlick to be the Cal. <laughs> it was going to get the there Cal- at some point. Was, yeah, we are, the whole we point, are going to get there The first 30 point. minutes of this is all leading up to Rem Pitlick, calling out Luke's Rem Pitlick call for Calder uh, campaign back in December or whatever yeah. it was. When was that? I don't know. I was sitting on my couch <laughs> looking I at think our it was, player cards. I think it might have been January or February. I think it, I think was, it was January. God, that was so funny. I it was right just up. before he went on waivers. So, like, that week. Oh, it was right before. And then he just tanked in Montreal. No, it was so funny. Luke tweeted that out, and then, like, 10 minutes later, he was like, Oh shit! Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, well, Sean, what did you say? He had like a sixty percent shooting percentage or something." I think it was like forty. It was. It, I think it was over fifty percent at that I point. Think like, I think he had like was, six I think it was six on, goals on thirteen shots on yeah. goal. Yeah. Well, that would be under. That, yeah, I think it was I mean, six shots on oh, eleven. Yes, just six forty-six percent. Just win, baby. Forty-six percent. Anyway, I don't know. Long, well, should we either. should we take a break here? I say we take a break. Yeah, we can. We can We're take doing a longer episode. Yeah, we'll okay. go. We'll come back, and it'll be a shorter second segment. We I should think. talk about Riley Nash on the on the next. We got segment, well. We so. haven't. That's the only thing we haven't covered any. We got to go stuff. to the playoffs. We got Natushkin for Con Smythe coming up. You know, a lot of stuff that we got to we got to talk about. So. What about when? Okay, okay. All right, let's take yeah, a break. We'll talk uh, about this on the next break, or on uh on our after our break. Good. We, but, uh, we also it's I, we, it's been a couple. Of, we got to get our sponsor in there too. Yeah, know. they're literally on the phone with me right now. Yeah, so. We'll uh we'll let them get their message in and we'll be right back after this. The Evolving Hockey Podcast is brought to you by EvolvingHockey.com, your home for advanced NHL statistics on the web. When you become a subscriber to EvolvingHockey.com, you gain access to such evaluation tools as NHL goals above replacement regularized adjusted plus minus skater contract projections visualizations charts and much more visit evolving-hockey.com slash login today to become a subscriber thank you so much to our sponsor for that lovely message we really do appreciate the the support of the podcast you're, you're welcome shout out you're to welcome. our sponsor you're welcome sean <laughs> so i guess we should talk about riley nash now right is he in did he play i wasn't the I x factor even... last night x factor <laughs> and did he score, come he out score. and win six two i he think did not he did not score a goal because we would have heard about it from sean of course the account name would already have been changed <laughs> 
For anyone who doesn't know, every time Nachushkin scored, Sean has been DMing us in all caps. Val. Val. <laughs> and also every like it's the it's the season of vindication for the evolving wild twins because we get a whole bunch of ads on Twitter whenever Nachushkin scores as well. But sorry, Sean is trying to talk about Riley Nash, who is the clear expert. I mean, I think if night. he does stay in the lineup, I don't know what John Cooper was thinking, but if he stays in the lineup, I think Bolt's in six. Here, here, here's what we got. He played seven minutes. <laughs> No goal, no points, no shots on goal or in any form, no block shots, one takeaway. He got hit five times. X factor. And that was it. He's That's drawing it. he's drawing the four checkers away. Yeah, gravity. It's puck. player gravity. Oh, and, and he wasn't and he, he out was, there for, for a delay game against he lost he, that? So here here is his full stat line. No points, no shot attempts. Individual shot attempts, no blocks, no giveaways, one takeaway, no hits for, five hits against, no penalties, um, and he lost one faceoff. Yeah, but you're not talking about the penalty he was on the ice that like they we drew. We don't do on he, ice he, penalties. He forced a delay of game penalties. Is that what you're trying Absolutely. to say? Absolutely, he was F two <laughs> or F three. I we watched we watched the game and I I just tuned out after it was like five two. Oh yeah, yeah four halfway two. through ice. And you're not you're not taking into account his micro statistics. I'm not. Which is the main you're argument right. for, I'm for not Roman Yossi to be the Norris. So, <laughs> I don't know. think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, the, there's the Stanley Cup Finals is going on. As, as everyone on Twitter said last night, now we got a series. Yeah, you know, that was that was what I the common thread after the after the lighting one is like now it's a series as opposed to it wasn't it, a series. It wasn't before. before. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was laughing. about. No, I don't mean any shade at journalists. I know that they're, that's like the you know, but that was what was going around. It's like, oh, now I you know, once once the lightning lose at home. Right. Because I think that also wasn't that like the Avalanche's first loss in like on the road, like three weeks or something or four. Weeks. Their first the loss blues, on the road. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the playoffs, it was their first loss on the road. Oh, was it? Yeah, I didn't I see that. So. I was. I think it's they didn't been like... lose on in St. Louis at all. Uh, I don't think so. Did they? What was this? Did they lose one game? Are you to sure? St. Louis. I thought I saw someone like on the broadcast that said they were nine and zero on the road this play these playoffs. But oh, I could no, no, no. be. I could be mistaken. I didn't look here. Let me see. I don't know. Did they win? I don't. <laughs> I'm on our game. Actually, logs. that kind of makes sense. Didn't they like split at home against the Blues? And then they went up 3-1, and then they dropped game five to the Blues, and then they won game six so they in won St. The, Louis. They won against Nashville. They won, every, obviously, they won every game. Then they lost the second game uh, at home, one game three, one game four, one game six. Yeah, so they so they they won all of those. Yeah, the game they lost against St. Louis was at home, and then they swept Edmonton. And now that was their first, yeah, that was their first road loss. That's kind of insane. Which is pretty crazy, yeah. actually. Now, granted, they didn't play as many because they well, swept two series. But Kemper was pretty atrocious, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like he was. Uh, well, it's funny. This is the thing I think with the Avalanche that um, I had. Uh, I'm not sure actually if Wyshynski ended up using. I I gave some quotes to Wyshynski about for an article he was doing on ESPN about Colorado, and one of the things I said in there was the. I think something that gets overlooked uh, about the Avalanche um, is that they just like. Doesn't really seem to matter. They're well. They're really good at finding goalies that just can play. But they're so they're like it doesn't really seem like they rely on their goalies like the other teams do. Ultimately, that's kind of more the point. That I think, um, like at least specifically <laughs> in these playoffs, how much you know, like there was still a chance for por- a part of the game last night that like the Avalanche would have just said, okay, well, whatever. And they held they held pretty much even with the the Lightning in terms of their shot attempts and XG overall in yeah, the game. They had... So it's like it's kind of funny like. 
Kemper hasn't particularly been good in these playoffs, I don't think. Um, granted, he's dealt with an injury that's a pretty scary injury that I wouldn't. I'm kind of curious if he's having trouble with that still. What the, was the injury? It again? was the stick in the like his oh, eye. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, he missed like um, I don't know how many games did he miss. Yeah, but, but the Lightning had absolutely trashed on the second in the second game. Like they got thrashed. Thrashed? Did I mean trashed? I mean, did I mean thrashed? Wait, what are you talking about? Well, they just they got completely run over oh, yeah, in game yeah. two. Yeah, um, Nachushkin for you know Conn Smythe. Right? Yeah, that's the last. That's the only award that matters, really. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the weird thing with like the Lightning's the Lightning in this playoffs is that it feels like they just don't play that many like close game. They haven't played as many like close games, and I'm just there's no narrative behind this, but it's just interesting. Like I just feel like. It's just one way or the other with the Lightning. Like none of their games have like been entertaining. Like the, <laughs> you mean I mean some of, of them every... have, but like oh, the yeah. first series, right with Toronto. Toronto blew them out. Then they blew out Toronto. Then Toronto blew them out. And then they blew out Toronto. Right, like none of those games are close. Yeah. They absolutely Except... obliterated the Panthers. Yeah. And then like the games that they lost against New York, like those first two games, like they didn't play very well. Like, no, I don't remember no. the score lines. I feel like the scores were, were, like, a little bit tighter, if I remember correctly. But, like, they definitely didn't play well. Like, New York owned those games. And then they just blew out. They blew out New York once they, like, yeah. decided that well, it was New York. Yeah, it's been kind of funny. It's been the games that, like, Vasilevsky hasn't, like, been, you know, kind of the normal level. It seems like they either just, like, it's him. But then also, like, you can see the skaters aren't necessarily playing at, like, you know, they're just kind of, like, whatever. They're, you know, I kind of agree with you is what I'm trying to say, Sean. <laughs> No, I agree. I mean, yeah, that's what happened, basically. Um, well, now I, there's some. There's I nothing think, to it. I'm just saying. Like, no, yeah, it's just been. It's an just odd. Yeah, yeah it's kind of yeah. weird. Well, now that I think Colorado, there's been some. I don't know if there was any update, but I think Kadri may be potentially coming back. I think he thing. flew with them. Yeah, and he was skating. I don't know if he's going to be playing though. And, and points out, I think. I don't know if he'll be in next game. Points right? probably got to be out for good but, at this point. But yeah. Burakovsky, I mean, the Avalanche are without you know Gerard Burakovsky and Kadri. They were last game, which is you know that's definitely a decent chunk of their, you know, top end lineup of their lineup. So, I mean, but also point being out is a big loss for, you know, Tampa um, now, but they do have the X factor in Riley Nash. So <laughs> who I mean, knows? I, actually, I think Sorelli has been kind of the one who's been, I think, hold, uh, like, yeah, well, carrying the, really the point. Good, well, yeah, he is. He's been, I don't know. Now he's kind of starting to get recognized. I feel like people kind of uh, acknowledge Sorelli as. Um, uh, he's been getting the Selkie votes for a while yeah, now. Yeah, he's kind of the new, um, I don't know, like third place vote getter now, it seems like, or fourth place <laughs> vote getter. <laughs> Along with like Erickson Eck and yeah. Felino. Erickson Eck and Felino are and kind Bar- of. In that. And then Barkov is going to be always forever yeah. until. That seems like how the Selkie goes. Here, we're back to talking about wars. <laughs> Sean is very happy right now. <laughs> Uh, with the Selkie, is no, that, enough. I know we're not going to talk about Selkie. There's we already just know players that party. once you get in like a top five or top six Selkie votes, you just that's the Wait, rest of your career. You're going to be see getting Selkie comment, votes. Like a while, I don't know, a couple episodes back when we talked about the Selkie, and I was like, are they going to rename the award to yeah. the first round? Yeah, and then I was like, yeah. it, <laughs> I, said I don't know. I was thought wasn't, Selkie. Was, Selkie would have would have been a player. Like, yeah. I don't know. I know, and he was like, I, I think their response was like, they also realized, they also learned that Frank J. Selke wasn't a player. He was a coach. He was a coach. <laughs> Which well, is like, like, why would you name it after a coach? I, I have no idea. Coaches, Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Well, well I think probably, this would be my guess. I'm sure that we can go research this. Luke, look this up really quick. No, I'll stall for you. We're just not going um, to respect this. I, this is now the Bertrand no, Award. I guarantee you it was a coach. The, the, Selkie was the guy who's like, we should have an award that recognizes defensive forwards. That's That would be my guess about it. 
And he was the one who basically came up with the idea around it, and that's why they named it after him. Because they, in, in 1937, or whenever he was around... Uh, <laughs> no, no, uh, no. Yeah, the trophy was first awarded at the end of the 1977-78 NHL season. It was named after Frank J. Selkie, former general manager of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs and Montreal Canadiens. Selkie Trophy was the fifth and last of the major NHL awards to be introduced that have been named after general managers and owners of the original six teams. All, uh, the other Wait, awards being the what? Art Ross Trophy, the James Norris Memorial Trophy, the Conn Smythe, and the Jack So Adams. they're just named after GMs of the uh, original six teams? Uh, today I learned. That's really weird. How did I not know that? Wait, they all like are, I don't know. Yeah, who is Art Ross? Let's see. I don't know. This is so Art bad Ross that we don't player, know. Right? No, I don't know. General what? manager <laughs> and head coach Art Ross. Yeah, it was named after Art Ross, James Norris Memorial Trophy. It's named after James E. Norris, the longtime owner of the Detroit Red Wings. An owner, bro. An owner. <laughs> Dude, this is like uh, the like Con Smythe is named after Con Smythe, longtime owner, general manager, and head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> I can't believe we're just I didn't know that now. one, actually. And then Jack Adams, Jack Daniels Adams, is... <laughs> uh, Jack Hall, Sam oh, Adams. Oh, yeah. The award is named in honor of Jack Adams, Hall of Fame player for the Toronto Arenas, St. Pat, St. St. Patrick's, Vancouver Millionaires, and original Ottawa Senators, the longtime coach and general manager of the... Oh, so he was a player, and then he was a coach and general manager of the Red Wings. So it is just the original six people. But they had they like introduced these awards in like the seventies. A lot of them. When was they the could Rocket add an award? When did what? the Rocket Richard come about? Rocket Richard. Let's see. I'm assuming that's uh, a, a nickname. Maurice Rocket Richard. Yeah. Also known was awarded annually to the leading goal scorer in the NHL. Uh, it was donated to the NHL by the Montreal Canadiens in 1999. 1998-99 is named in honor of legendary Canadians right winger Marcus Rocket Richard. Yeah, that one is 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 not. So they absolutely could introduce a trophy. Did you say Marcus? For no, Mur- sorry, Maurice. <laughs> Abs- they <laughs> absolutely Marcus. could introduce a best defensive defenseman award. Yeah, and if they he- are in just randomly added trophies but to the, like, is, in the 70s. Who's said defenseman then? Well, if it says here, here we go. The Bobby it's not, or it's not, not Bobby it can't or. be named after a player because these are all named after except the Rocket, right? Let's well, see. Ted Lindsay. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Ted, Ted Lindsay wasn't a player, was he? I don't know. The lack of of my hockey knowledge. I've been to the Hall of Fame too. <laughs> <laughs> the lack wow. of my ho- of my old time hockey knowledge. I, I gotta oh. know now. Hold on. This so it says there are five. Trophies that are okay. named after the play. original six-team general managers. So there is still one trophy to be made. That who's the be- last? Who's the last? OG, who's the last original six? Team? I don't know. We they had, just picked, you said picked Senators, the Bruins, Blackhawks, Red well, Wings. Well, they're not. They're not all. Different. Oh, Bruins. There is yeah, well, two trophies. You have multiple Leafs in there. There oh. were two Leafs in there, and there was the Leafs Red Wings bias. Maple Leafs, yeah, major bias. Leafs bias it, it, here. It, it permeates the entire history of the NHL. I know. Um, but they absolutely could introduce a sixth trophy in this vein. Name it after a random Bruins, like you know. Well, uh, do they have? So the Ed Shore Award is like, or the thing, Rangers. Right? Rangers aren't aren't aren't. Uh, they don't Nobody have a cares. trophy. <laughs> we <laughs> no need the Rangers cares. trophy. Just name it the Rangers trophy, and then uh, it's awarded to the best defensive defensive defenseman. They really should just call it the Yarmelson. What's funny uh, is in base, baseball. There is an Ed Shore Award already. 
Because I was going to say you could do it like Eddie Shore, but that's the the AHL's version of the Norris. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The Baseball doesn't have names for their awards. Well, it's just Rawlings Gold Glove. That's what yeah, they sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Sponsored. Yeah, well, it would they, be they what? They just uh, had the MVP. What, Bauer? The Bauer? <laughs> There's the, well, the, yeah, what is it? The Silver Slugger. Slugger. Isn't that a... Easton, Louisville, Louisville Silver Slugger, I think maybe is. I think. Yeah, I think it is. I don't know. Anyway, um, I don't know. Would you rather have it named after like old white men or named after uh, uh, corporations? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get to pick. You, or get, sh- you get one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if you, if you go with players, then if you look at like the the Eddie Shore Award winners in the I AHL even... Defenseman of the Year, right? What? Like, none of these like are like good nhl players like they just never like really ended up ryan murphy won in in really last year huh. what is the eddie shore award it's I don't... like the ahl version of oh like jake bean won like i don't know the last like true like nhl or i see on here not that he was like a true nhl for very long was like johnny Boychuk. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, Boychuk was a real NHLer. He still comes up and stuff. Johnny Rockets, like, because well, he's, he's hurt. He's, he's been he's like he's been on LTIR forever. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing with Seabrook. I keep seeing Seabrook. Speaking of LTIR, uh, Shea Weber knew Coyotes legend, yeah. right? <laughs> no, what? he they. What? No, no, no. Yeah, didn't they trade? Didn't Shea Dude, Weber to Vegas? To Vegas. Or Vegas. Sorry, Vegas. Yeah, for for <laughs> Dodonov. Yeah, which you know is. Yeah, we didn't cover. That was the no. big news, right? Of the, <laughs> That's of the, the last, big news of the last of the, week. The yeah. last week while we wait around for the the. Stanley well, there's Cup just now finalize. it's like there's con- so that yeah we covered so we're done with the Stanley Cup playoffs. <laughs> uh, we covered the games. Um, right, yeah. Um, and then what else? Yeah, what else is what else is happening? We're seeing we're hearing now contract negotiations. So we're hearing about you know. Oh yeah, Ethan Bear. Is, Ethan Bear, is, who uh, for speed. Well, we don't know why the Hurricanes don't want to. Well, we kind of knew that was happening. That's not really news. Yeah, well, no, they didn't yeah, play him at I all, mean, right? I get that it's. Well, it's kind of rare. You don't really hear about like teams announcing they've allowed an RFA to talk with other teams, right? I mean, that's not something that you hear very often. Um, no, but I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like there's a good amount of coverage on him not playing in the playoffs, and like turns out he was injured. I think he had like an injury. He had COVID. I think he was. COVID, he like walked in with like some sort of boot to the exit interviews. Anyway, Ethan Bear is uh, looks like he will not be a hurricane next year. Although the reports did say that like they're still trying to sign him. So I was kind of curious. We had I tweeted this out, but we had uh, his projection as an RFA signing with a new team um, as a two year, two point five million or two a little under two point five million. Um, and he's I don't know. He's like a classic like defenseman who has basically good X bar results and hasn't really necessarily had good guard results. Um, and, and, uh, I think those are the kind of defensemen that you can get cheap that are pretty good, um, you know, depth players or whatever for a team. Yeah. But it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I don't know. I saw a lot of Leafs fans saying that they needed to go after Ethan Bear, um, you know, after I tweeted that out. Yeah. So. I, it was several mentions of Justin Hole's name for some reason. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Don't know why that is. Don't um, know why Leafs fans are talking okay, about so yeah, Bears. Uh, we'll have more to talk about. Uh, well, Josh, you're writing a, um, kind of a, uh, article, about our with our contract projections and well, car yeah, projections. Well, we haven't even talked about. We haven't even. We you know we got to we got to advertise these Luke these new car you know contract know. projections. There's plots out. Um, yeah, I just finished the plots. I anyone just... yeah anyone ha- who hasn't seen our contract projections have been out for about a month, a little over a month. Luke just got our plots up, which are a new feature um, 
on the site as well. Those are up now, and so they're for all all free agents. Um, and then we also in the next probably skaters. next week skaters uh, sorry only. skaters next week we'll have uh, gar projections or they're under the player projections tab on evolving hockey um, under the uh, projections drop yeah, down it's our gar projections. projections and I. Haven't done this before, Sean. We, you, and I had, or we had, kind of message about doing some kind of free agency preview. But last year, I used these to uh, do like our big expansion draft, where we drafted an expansion team. Um, but I probably will probably be doing some kind of free agency um, preview that uh, com- combines the GAR and contract projections for p- uh, best value players. Um, so and, and worst and worse. There's a there's some. You know, there's some bad deals that are waiting to happen out there. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Uh, so, yeah, you keep an eye out for that. Um, I don't know why I'm talking about this right Not now. Not really it's like, sure we want to be the ones to be like, yeah, this is going to be a terrible deal. And then well, the player I turns was, out to score 60 next year. I mean, year. yeah, it's – well, it depends. We were talking about – because this is the thing we've had to like – I think we were talking with Charlie when Charlie was – Charlie O'Connor was on the podcast about how – we can't just be like ripping players now. Like I used to do with our awards threads. I used to do the the Golden Raspberry Awards, which is the worst players in each category. And that was when I back when we had like a thousand or two thousand followers or something on Twitter, and like nobody saw our our stuff. But now it's like ah, I don't really want to keep like ripping on these like the worst players in the in the in the you know uh, in in the league. Even though I've said I do really enjoy seeing who the worst players are. Uh, don't really like bringing that to light for all of our followers and to see. Um, so I probably probably maybe would do a couple, a handful of them, but we maybe not. Maybe we won't talk about which players we project well, to have the highest me, contract with, for the worst value from it, a guard perspective. Yeah, it wouldn't take too much. Um, it's not like it's not like the craziest thing to think about how uh, like who the players that are going to potentially be the you know worst value contracts would be. Um, I mean, all you have to think about is just who are they right now? Um, <laughs> like, who has the who has the worst contracts in the league right now? And then those are the kind of players that are essentially going to end up looking like that. Um, and so that's all, you know. So anyway, we will have more about that. I think what we'll do um, in a week or two uh, might not be next week, but we will probably have a double feature where we cover both the contract projections and the guard projections in one episode. And maybe we have, you know, we. It kind of will almost function like a glossary series type one. We haven't done our third part, fourth part, third part, third part, third fourth, part, third fourth part. Which part are we on for fourth, that, the fourth. Gar and Rapham? Or no, we I did think it's fourth part. Okay, because we did Rapham for third. We haven't done Gar and X Gar. Um, anyway, so that'll be out in a week or two as well. What, when's the X Gar write up coming? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Luke is it's it's. Uh, I was like furious. I was like just banging my head against the wall to get these contract rejection plots done and. It's just there's so many little things that, in terms of spacing and everything, to get right so that it like formats correctly. Um, and uh, I got them out, and like there was kind of not super. Uh, <laughs> are you straightening your Bruins sign behind you? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was distracting. Sean just reached up behind him. He's got a giant Bruins logo the on, on the wall. B. And he just reached up. To, yeah. Anyway, and so like a lot of times when I finish a project like that, I'm just like I don't. I don't fucking care if anybody uses this. I'm going to use it and I'm done with it. So that's fine. That's all I really, uh, there are, we care all, about. were we, this wasn't on Twitter. No, it was, uh, we, um, uh, there are several features on the site that we spent a lot of time on that not a lot of people seem to use except for like Luke and I, and we just made them for us to use because we are power users. Of Name the ball <laughs> uh, the, um, and Sean Ferris, he uses Sean Ferris too. also is a, what's Sean, what is the page that you think no one uses that you use? Like, if you had to name one. 
do you have it have one that you that you go to or no the shifts query <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's the one i don't ever look at yeah, uh, yeah. the play by play query query i've used um, pretty handy and i don't think many people take advantage of that one and um, we've had some feedback from i think that like several people use it yeah but it's probably there's a lot there. The, yeah. There are certain ones that like you've never really like built out that I've been like waiting on, like the, like the <laughs> well, 2.0 one, versions. Which ones? Skater charts, goalie yeah. the goalie charts, the goalie yeah. multi year especially the the comps like that's definitely <laughs> comps. One. What the skater similarity? No, comparing. Oh skater yeah, skater similarity the, was like oh, my idea. It and was. I don't really no, it was too much either. It wasn't your idea? That was yes, something. It was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yes, I it did was. that like five years Sean's ago. The inventor of you know of evolving <laughs> hockey, so he. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think I remember chatting about it, but I've lost the memory. When so was that? Years ago, long time ago, when like Sean two, was still yeah, a it teen. It was pre-COVID. <laughs> like I was you know, still in college. I, I added those like four, right at. What did you just reach out and say you should do skater similarity? Yes. <laughs> Man, that shit's hard. That's like really complicated. I just started swearing. I swore on accident, so now this is going to be explicit. I so. swore earlier, so I have to check oh, the did expl- you? Okay. explicit box when Wait, I really? published the, the podcast. Yeah, what? When did you swear earlier? Yeah, I said, I don't know. I said the S word earlier. <laughs> oh, oh swear jars. <laughs> occasionally I use like specifically like French Canadian curses on here, I think. Is yeah. that what is that what tabernacle means? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it, well, yes, it's a it's a French Canadian. I don't know what curse. that means, but I know that it's it's set out you of You don't know uh, what French you know Canadian tabernacle is? is? Uh, tabernacle? Tabernacle of Pendle uh, I don't really know what it is. I'm not I'm not Christian, but it's a, it's a match of the gathering card. Yeah, the tabernacle at Pendle Vale. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a classic that's lock. Very, it's a stall card, lock card. Anyway, anywho, it's, it's it's off of that. We're, Whatever. We're way, I'm sorry, we're way off topic. Yes, for anyone who but, doesn't realize, we don't swear too much on here unless we do sometimes, and then I have to check a box. You just don't swear we're... in general. Well, no. no so we, I, oh, I, oh. I used to swear all the time, and honestly, I don't know if I've talked about it here or maybe on another podcast or even like. But I, since I started going on podcasts, since this hockey stuff comes on, I don't know really know the policy for podcasts because you do kind of. I think that you can kind of get in trouble if you don't label episodes as explicit for some providers. Um, and so, like, I, whenever I go on, whenever I started going on podcasts, I wasn't sure if I could swear or not. And so I just wouldn't swear because it's easier not to swear. Than I think it is you to should like, just edit over. Well, since you own the podcast, you should just edit over with like an obscene, like, bleep. <laughs> because it's so rare, too. Like, if somebody was driving, let's say, and they're driving on the Mass Pike at 11.30 at night. Not that I've ever done that before. And, you know, they're kind of drifting off. They're, they're Luke's going on a rant, whatever. And then Luke says the S word, you know. And it's just oh, like some shit. annoying horn. It would wake them right up. It would be I perfect. Know. Or, it would or like, a, like a crossbar, like a ping, right? It'd be like a gold yes. horn. I mean, yeah. it'd be hockey themed. Yeah, just a really like like late. Also, I don't know if you saw the tweet of someone overlaying every single NHL goal horn. Did you hear that? Did oh, yeah. I did that? not that click dope. on that. But it was, that was great. It was a it was great dope. sound. Yeah. It was really it great. It sounded sound. like one of my, I was saying it, it's like it sounded like a great ambient album. Yeah. It was like really good. Power noise. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was sweet. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, I'll have to click the explicit box because we've sworn a couple times on here. But yeah, the reason oh, I don't swear on podcasts is because I've been going on podcasts for five or six years and I just have trained myself to not swear 
when I'm on a podcast because I don't know. So that's why we don't usually. But back anyway, much. back to the skater similarity. Oh yeah, what, which Sean invented, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I need to update it for this off for last season. Now we've had a couple of people request that that get updated. Um, so I will maybe that might be the next thing I start working on. Um, but no, we will have uh, the Gar projections out as well in like do a week. Two year so. skater similarities. Luke, no, we're not brainstorming on no? the podcast right okay. now. Uh, All right. So, yeah, that's some of the upcoming stuff. And then free agency is like less than a month away. I mean, it's like four weeks away. No, it's um, like three weeks away. Three weeks away. It's June 21st. July 13th. It's coming up. Um, what? Okay, that's pretty much it. Did we miss the? Oh, I did see. We haven't covered John Tortorello, new head coach of the, of the Philadelphia Flyers. The very end of it, uh, you know. I, yeah, so that's the other big news. That's the only other thing that's going on. Uh, I don't know. I don't repeat DeBoer. Oh yeah, DeBoer got hired. That's right, DeBoer. Is so that gotta, DeBoer you, De, pff, Sean? <laughs> Is it what did Allison show up? Did, yeah, Allison <laughs> showed up. She's been. <laughs> did she make that joke yet? I'm sure she made that joke. I don't know. Did I have getting DeBoer of of the, these coaching these higher these <laughs> coaching changes. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty. It's there's a lot of. Should I just tweet that right now and add Allison? I'm getting DeBoer of these. <laughs> See if any yeah if anyone follows up on the podcast when it comes out tomorrow, um, yeah that's pretty much it. So by the time we record next week, uh, we may have a uh, Stanley Cup champion. Um, yeah, and it may be officially the off season. Well, I don't know. Are we? We're probably not going to do any draft coverage, right? Because none of us know anything about the draft. <laughs> I know a lot about the draft. Oh, sh- you do now all of a sudden. It's in Montreal, it's in Montreal this oh, year. Oh, about yeah. the draft. Are you going to go? No. You're not going to go in your in your I'm, Bruins I'm jersey not be able and to make it. I would love, you know, everybody's coming to my city, but no, <laughs> your city. Not. It's my city. Why aren't you a Take everybody to like... Walensky's. Can you imagine me and I don't know what you're going about. to Walensky's? I don't know what that is. Tabernacle. If you yep. went and I, I would went, then we could. We went, should. But... One year it'd be fun to go to the draft, even though I would have, you know, watch the boy. This would be the year in, to do it. Like, there's, there's not many better cities than Montreal. I mean, that's what Minneapolis, you keep saying. St. Paul. Yeah, Twin Cities. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, but it's it's funny. I'm sitting there. Do you know that one of my favorite GIFs on Twitter, and I, I've heard that using GIFs is now an old person thing that okay, millennials use. Okay. No, it's not. Are we? we yes. We've argued about this already. No, on, it's on not. The, the creator Shana of the is form- on our side, right? The creator of the format says that it's GIF, like the peanut butter, that I guess just had a recall, but... The, Wait, they did? I think so, yeah. I do don't you, know. Do you, about first of all, that's really random. Do you not think the creator could just be wrong? He's the one who he created it. So? He made the... He calls it whatever he wants it to call it. It doesn't mean he knows the English language that well. <laughs> if... if uh, What was the... There's always those name discrepancies, right? If a player says their name is pronounced this way, and then... Everyone's like, no, you're wrong about that, right? Isn't that sometimes how is that you can be wrong? Like, we need to about like, how you pronounce your society. own name. About how you like, what if what if we pronounce your name like Ferris or something, and you were the one who said no, it's Ferris. <laughs> if you provide me <laughs> adequate backup as to why it would be pronounced that way, like I think that's fine. It's like I, <laughs> it's like a kid that I went to school with. His like last name I'm going to pronounce it correctly is Boucher, and he pronounced it Boucher. And it's like it's Boucher, like it, it it's, it's it says it right there. Like this is this is how you pronounce it. I just think that they're wrong and they just like live a lie. <laughs> but maybe they're like an NPC or something. I don't know. 
Anyway, well, this has gone off the rails. I think we should gone end off it. the rails. Pronounce I'm, names. I'm now reading about the the debate, the the timeline the of DeBoer. the Jif pronunciation. <laughs> no, in 1987, <laughs> Stephen Willite, Stephen Jif, Stephen Jif. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the the Stephen Graphics Interchange Format. <laughs> that was his name. <laughs> okay. But but here's the thing, right? Like you take the whole. I'll 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 go to the grave on this one. Steve graphics. Jim. How do you pronounce the G in graphics? I know that's the debate. Is that it's a it's a it's a hard G, not a soft G, which is why it's a GIF. Um, I just think GIF is a, makes me kind of my my eyes itch. And well, yeah, like I, I do like the French J sound. It could be Jif. Jif. Gerard. Giroux. Jif. Jif. I bet, is Sounds that like how, your S word. Uh, yeah. That's what you could say instead of the S word. Shift. Uh, <laughs> 1987 is when the when the graphics interchange format was introduced. Um, 1994, it was already being debated. Nobody knew, and the the the, the creator said that it's pronounced like the peanut butter. Um, dictionaries they accept both pronunciations. Um, so I think that's actually probably the answer is that you can say it either language way. is fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Language is made up and it's just a matter to, of, of a means to communicate. So whatever no, words are made up. Language um, is it, concrete. Birds aren't birds real. Birds aren't real. <laughs> they aren't. We were just they watching aren't. a video about how birds like they're, you know, they're fucking dinosaurs, man. Yeah. Do you know that, Sean? They're like actually the only remaining dinosaurs. Well, that's not true. No, I think it is true. I, true. I'm John Tortorella. Crocodiles. John Good Tortorella. No, I'm pretty sure that di- that birds are the only remaining ancestors of dinosaurs. Because... No. Do you know that birds are no, the it's only true. vertebrae that do not pee? Really? I didn't know that. Are you making that up Have right you ever now? seen a bird pee? Have you? No, because they don't pee. <laughs> Are you are you just did you, are you guessing? I'm that? dead serious. <laughs> on your observations. Seventh grade. Now this is going really off the rails. Congratulations <laughs> to anybody who's listened to this, and they've learned that fact. I was obsessed with this in seventh grade. That is a fact. Yeah, birds, birds are the only vertebrate mammals, that do not pee. Yeah, bird. This is from Audubon.org. What makes bird poop white? The answer lies in the fact that birds, unlike mammals, don't produce urine. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. There, there you go. go. I mean, we're you know all the knowledge we're providing to our listeners I know, right now. Right if you've, now, if you stuck around this long, you're learning about so many things, like how birds are the only uh, ancestors of dinosaurs, how they don't pee, how to pronounce "jif," uh, how when it was created. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, well, okay. let's wrap it up. We haven't even had like a geography lesson in a while. We haven't. I know. No, I'm pretty sure that birds are the only remaining ancestors of dinosaurs. Well, I'm, no, there's like horseshoe crabs. No, no, be, those are pre-dinosaurs. No, oh, those aren't dinosaurs. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. I'm wrong. I'm wrong about Absolutely. what? You don't think that there is a species in the ocean that we even perhaps have not discovered yet that is an ancestor? No, alligators of are dinosaurs. not dinosaurs. <laughs> or crocodiles. But you know how much of the ocean like we don't know about. Yeah, I mean that's no, true. Crocodiles. crocodiles. We know more about share... space than we do about our own oceans. I don't yeah. know if that's about no, space. I think that's true. I've Shout heard out that. James Webb too. That's about to open up. Yeah, we got all these. You know, We're waiting for the images from the. Jimblers. I might be wrong about the birds thing. I you was are. Kind of, okay. Crocodiles share a heritage with dinosaurs as part of a group known as the Archosaurs, ruling reptiles who date back to the early Triassic period, two hundred fifty million years ago. The earliest crocodilian. Meanwhile, evolved around 95 million years ago in the late Cretaceous period. Sean, do you know how long the dinosaurs lived for? Have you? Read, this this blew my mind when I saw this the other. How day. long they lived for? Yeah, like how long they were around for? And it blew your mind. Like, like are you talking about like how long they like 
as a whole survive? Are you talking about individual lifespans? No, like a species. No. Like as, a, as species. a species, like of like, because humans have been around for how long? Like fifty thousand years? Or no, something? it's like three hundred thousand. Is it three hundred thousand? Okay, it's longer than that. Um, so how long did dinosaurs exist for? One point five million years. I don't know. No, one hundred sixty million years is how long dinosaurs were around for. Which is one See, of the things that ja- Jurassic Park gets wrong is they have dinosaurs that existed in the early parts of their life, like T Rex uh, or later, all happen at the same time, which is not true. A lot of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park were not alive at the same time, which is another you know, which myth of Jurassic Park, which continues to anyway. Okay, we need to be done with this, Sean. I'm sorry that I like <laughs> allowed us to talk about dinosaurs and uh, and went down this road. It's the end of the hockey season. What are we going to do here? We're trying to you know, we're 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 trying to we're very antsy to get onto new and interesting topics outside of <laughs> I'm outside fascinated of hockey. with the whole dinosaur thing now. Dude, I wasn't even really awesome, into dinosaurs though. when I was a kid. Now I'm fascinated. Dude, dinosaurs are awesome. Um. All right, anyway. Sean, take us out. Well, we'll see y'all next week when it'll be the last week of June, and I guess we potentially might have a uh, Stanley Cup champion, so stay on the lookout for, yes, we for might. that. Yeah, I hope that we do so that we can kind of Well, that'll be up. after game five. Like, let's <laughs> clarify. Like, I, I'm assuming this game's this is probably going to go to, like, a game six, but whatever. Yeah, we'll have to see. Maybe we just we we uh, um, extend the or we push off the next episode until the Stanley Cup is done. Yeah, maybe we'll do that, or maybe we don't. Who cares? Yeah, it's a little procrastination. <laughs> anyway, know. we'll be back at some point when the uh, when the twins want to record an episode. Yes, have a good yeah. re- week, everybody. Yeah, yeah, take it easy. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Sean.